All standby passengers, see me at the podium for your seat assignment. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy. Welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. My name's Laura. I'm Monique. And I'm Tyler. Oh, that's loud. And <laughs> Wasn't that and I'm taller. <laughs> I'm taller than everyone here at this table. It's like I turned right up or something. It's going to be the three of us today. And we're going to chat about a few things. Yeah, it'll be fun to be together. We were together last week, and then you've been to London. I have been to London for work. Why don't you give your son a shout out? He did something kind of fun. So oh, I yes. Think. I yes. do have to give my son a shout out. So my son, Drew, passed his PPL, which is his private pilot license. So, so exciting. It is exciting. He's got little epaulets now on his shirt. So I'm, I'm happy for him. It was his birthday too, wasn't it? And it was his birthday, same day. So he said either this is going to be the best birthday ever or the worst birthday ever. And it was good. It was good. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. Congratulations, Drew. It's Libra season. You have to tell him because I don't think he listened he does listen. Really? He's a secret listener. I figure he listens to you enough at home. He's like, I'm going to listen to you. on. You know, his best friend that was his college roommate for three years listens. Oh. Sent a picture of him listening in the car. That's sweet. Yeah, Keegan. Maybe it was like, he has a crush on you. She's like, let's listen to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice kid. He's a nice kid. I don't know what to say. So this last week, we had a, a, a big day too. Yeah. Mike's birthday. It was my birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Did you see all the things people wrote to you on social media? Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of them. I was surprised. Yeah, people think you're pretty great. Yeah, it was nice to hear. They, a lot of people said you were the humor behind the show. Over and over and over again. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you. I get it. <laughs> Tyler. So, yeah, I think Pretty said that I said that. And I was like, oh, I don't think I said that. <laughs> so, I think I realized why you seem like you're so funny now. Now, like that's a new thing. What do you well, mean? When we were growing up, I was always funnier than you. I don't think that's true. Ask our mom. Ask our mom? Yeah. Okay. But oh. recently, you've definitely been funnier than me. Because I got married and I got boring. Well, crap, I just got married. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're finally going to be the same like level playing field. So I don't think that's true. Tell your wife, thank you. For putting me more boring? Yeah. I'm not going to tell her that. <laughs> I was like, it hit me the day. I was like, that's why Monique's been so funny recently. Yeah, he had to have a reason for it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my comment? About you being so funny? No, I wrote my own birthday, oh, yes. birthday message to myself. What did you say? I didn't see it. I think I was like, happy birthday. I like you or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> did you have a good birthday though? Yeah, it was really good. I did have to work in the morning, but that wasn't too bad because it was just a part-time shift. Then I got to go out to lunch with my friend Shumway. That's been on the show. So we got to go do lunch. We did Torchies because they finally have one in Phoenix. Oh, they do? Yeah. What, so what is it? Torchies Tacos. Oh. Where is it at? In- it's up on like 51st and Camelback. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Is it the same food? As the- exact same food. Because yeah. they have it in Austin. You haven't been? No, I have not. You got to go check it out. Wow. Yeah. Super good food. Yeah. So, well, and I've done it in Austin, but also Colorado Springs has it. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so when we went with Tani, her good friend Megan lives up there. So we did it up there too. So. But yeah. Super. It started out as a food truck and they turned it into a restaurant. So even in the restaurant I went into, 
they have a food truck inside of the restaurant. Oh, that's Kind of like as the ambiance. They don't cook it in the truck, but they, they so it's like a truck inside of the restaurant with the rest table on. And really good food and good desserts. Mm-hmm. They have good drinks too. Oh, I want to try that place. Yeah, so you got to check it out. Last time I had tacos, uh, our friend Noel. Oh, yeah. He's a, a, a DJ. Yeah. So I kind of follow him around wherever he's DJing. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Should I tell my story about the flight attendants that morning? Oh, you should because it's a birthday story. Yeah, what did they? So, so I had to work on my birthday and I made sure to let everyone know like that it was my birthday because <laughs> I want to be like if I'm at work everyone needs to acknowledge that this is a sacrifice and I'm here at work so I was working a flight and there were these two flight attendants and they were sitting kind of next to me and they were pretty loud just having their own conversation so I could tell they were already kind of fun flight attendants but anyway so they came and checked in with me and we have a new thing where I kind of brief them and tell them what's going on in the plane and and they were we were kind of bantering a little bit already anyway. So getting ready to board, pilot comes up and goes, we need to hold boarding for a few minutes because there's a bunch of maintenance issues on board. <sighs> so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go down and just make sure they're catered and clean and crew's good to go once the five minutes is up. And as I'm walking down, though, the pilots tell me that the flight attendants wrote up 20 different seats during the like the in, the flight coming in the Phoenix. inbound flight yeah they yeah. wrote up 20 different issues on seats and he's like someone was just trying to make a point i guess like some of it was just like the tray tables were a little wobbly but anyway so i get down there and talking to the crew and they're like so what do you anyway so my birthday came up and so i was like yes yeah, my birthday and it's it came so, up or you told them it's my birthday well i think they were kind of like i was like i'm ready to get this plane out of here because it's my it's my birthday and i'm ready to go home or something like that and they were like it's your birthday and i was like it's my birthday <laughs> so then we were talking and one of them brought up he goes well you pinched grown inch and a spank to do something or something like that and i was like oh geez so what we were kind of bantering about that and one of them he's gay and he goes well i'm not gonna spank her because i'm gay so then I made the comment, and I go, I don't think my wife would like you spanking me either. <laughs> and the gay one like gave me a little wink, and he was like, oh, yeah. Then the number one flight attendant did say, he goes, well, we got five extra minutes, so, you know, if you need to waste for, the, you, you, you want to spank. The, yeah, I was like, no, I'm good. But they did, they were very sweet about it. And then, so we boarded, and I came to close it out, and I said, hey, just a quick question, like, do you know Lara Ketterman? And they were like, yeah, we love Lara Ketterman. Oh, and I was so nice. like, yeah, I feel like you guys would get up to some trouble together. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. And he called the other one up and he goes, you need to tell him what you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, then they were like, oh, we have pictures with Lara. That's, so they apparently, one of them's gone to London with you. Yes, Jimmy. So, yeah, yeah, so they were very fun. They yeah. made my birthday a little more fun. But oh, good. I'm glad. So yeah, you, but, you could have either asked for a Bailey's or if they know Lara and you chose Lara. Wait, what do you mean? You could ask for him to give you a Bailey's and coffee. <laughs> well, not on the work, not on not on the clock, but but I did soon. Like just their personalities and stuff. I was like, I bet they know Lara. <laughs> yeah, they're nice guys. Yeah, they were fun. Well, cool. So our friends over, Doug and Drew at Next Trip Podcast, mm-hmm. they put something on Twitter this last week that I've kind of wanted to talk about, but didn't know when the right time was or what. But they asked to read their tweet exactly. Yeah, read it. It says, for next week's episode, tell us if airlines should prioritize employee standby time of check-in or seniority. Before we get into one, why don't you kind of describe what the difference is kind of for our people that maybe not in the industry. Like, why is it even an issue? Like, what's the difference between seniority and check-in? Well, so it 
so we fly standby, meaning if there's seats open on the plane, right? So this is going to be pretty much the order you get a seat assigned to you. So if you if you go by seniority, the higher the longer you've worked for your company, the higher chance or the higher on the list you go. Yeah. So the more likely you're going to get on. Or if it's time of check-in, so if you you get 24 hours before to check in, the quickest one to check in is going to be higher on the list. And We've talked about this a few kind of times, I think. Cause Probably a little bit, but not like as much as we'll do now. Yeah. yeah. Well, because back with U.S. Airways, it used to... So I flew a little bit with you yeah. where it was. All by se- seniority. Yeah. And now with the company we're with, it's check-in time. The seniority one, it's it's all seniority. I mean, if you've got years in... So that's a, one of the big things. And then the other check-in time, you're all the same pool. It's just whoever can make that check-in time first. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there are certain things like parents go below active employees and yeah yeah there's different things. pools inside of there like but the employees but yes if you're just going straight employees active employees and, so and yes. for our line because it could be different our line like the, the spouses all fit into that and kids fit into that same pool yeah but retirees go below which i think is very common is okay. they're afterwards so what are the some of the pros and cons of both of them oh, one time i was in greece with my family and the, they had shut down tel aviv airport for terrorism so every, they were routing everybody through all the other big c- cities like athens and uh, it was only seniority because at that airline i was with it was by seniority and that's the only reason we got on because you've been there long enough uh-huh. you're the top I've been there long enough wow it was kind of sad leaving everybody else there yeah so the, i guess for, for do seniority first thing what the pros of that is if you have seniority then you're going yeah you do you don't have to look as much of you know am i gonna get where am i gonna fit because you know you have like our Drew, he has 27 years of seniority to them. I mean, and that his goes by seniority, so that's a big deal. Well, yeah, if you're looking at the flight and there's 13 seats open, but there's 33 people listed, if you're senior, you're like, oh, I'm, I don't care there's 33 people listed because I'm going to be the top there. Yeah. There's hardly going to be anybody that's still active that's going to be above you. Yeah, that's such a w- weird way to, because as long as I've had my own benefits, it's been check-in time. So it is weird to think of it as trying to plan seniority-wise. And how that would change your planning. Yeah, I hate to say it because I am so senior, but boy, I think time of check-in is more fair. Well, that's what we put a poll up. Pretty helped put us pull up. And so we we put it on our Instagram because they put on Twitter. So we put on Instagram uh, like a day or two later and we got a bunch of responses. And a lot of people said, um, it's fair. That's the kind of the word they said. It's kind of fair to everyone because people that don't have that seniority can still build it, get a chance to get on those flights. Just a little bit of a fighting chance to yeah. get that, yeah. But with people with a seniority, they know they can. So one of the big things that I know is because we started, when I started, it was seniority, and now we switched, is I would list for flights on the way to the airport. Not trying to be a jerk, but I would be I would look up and say, like, that flight's open, I'm going to go. Yeah, I, but you knew with, you could get on it. Yeah, I knew that with my what I, what I held in seniority, I could, I may be bumping people, but I knew I could get on. Where now with us, we have to check in the 24 hours advance so you definitely have to be more planned with time of check-in i mean there's times all this on the way to the airport now but i look and i go it's wide open even though i'm going to be at the bottom it's fine but but i remember listing literally driving to the airport like listing checking in and it's such a bummer though like if you taking off on that 5 a.m flight because i take that 5 a.m flight to charlotte mm-hmm. when i go to virginia and to visit my daughter that means i have to wake up at 5 a.m the day before to yeah. check in 
Well, that's it on one of their tweets. So this show's gonna we come out on Tuesday. Next trip comes out the day before. So we're recording before we get to hear what they say. So if you can go back and listen to what their their opinion was on it, and I, I kind of asked myself, I wish we could know, but we're already recording before that comes out. But on their one of the tweets, the the account non of God, he was like, it's such a it would be such a pain to have to do the exact same thing to wake up twenty four hours. But to me, it almost sounded like he was saying there's no more stress. Where I'm like, but you have someone that could jump you like. What, 35 minutes for the flight someone that did not even mean to be a jerk but because of seniority they're just like move but, over but even in time of check-in there still is a little bit of the game of do you use your vacation passes or not yeah because if you use just a regular pass you're gonna go you could check in right at the 24-hour mark and then someone could use a vacation pass and check in two hours before and ding you and they would jump above you I mean, they're they're burning or they're using a vacation pass, but they could still go above you. So there still is a little bit of that game of you can still kind of beat check-in time sometimes. Or you go, okay, do I need to use my vacation right at 24 hours? Like anyway, so it's there's still a little bit of a games that go on. Yeah, the, the, I mean, there definitely is that. I mean, someone could still using that extra thing, mm-hmm. but it's, you kind of know where you're for the most part going to sit. What's well, it sometimes? I'll play the game of I won't list until almost right before the 24-hour mark. So the other people can't see or even yeah. listen. Like I may, if I see a bunch of D2s or like just regular passes, I'll go, okay, well, I know I need to be above them. So I won't tell anyone I'm going to use my ones until I list and then check right in. So then they don't have a chance to use D1s to get above me as well. Ooh, vacation that's, passes. That's good thinking. Because you can see what people are going to be checking in as, but that's... So our friend uh, Nolan over in Charlotte, he sent this, he commented this. When you read that? Me versus high seniority employees who can't use a phone to save their life equals me check in first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. It is funny to see the higher seniority people in the break rooms and sometimes watch them try to check in or talk about checking in. And I'm like, oh, honey, you don't even know. Are those the area code people? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Well, I had a friend at work, Lisa Halloran, her and her husband and then her son and his girlfriend, they were going to go to Italy this week and they were going to go a, a different routing. But anyway, but her son was going to go through like Philly and then decided they needed to go through San Diego to be able to like get the better check in time or I'm not quite sure what it was, but because of the agents that were supposed to be helping him at the airport, it didn't work out. So she canceled it. Oh, and created a new listing. And it was like, so then by the time they got to Philadelphia, they were like eight or nine on the list, <sighs> even though they were throughs because that they created a new one. That many people had- but they lost their check in time. And that's what I was like, oh, so at that point, I guess if they were traveling on her seniority. That would have been they probably would have been top of the list. It would have been. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's what I was like. It is frustrating when there's agents that you're like, no, 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 don't. Like, don't erase anything like just add or just transfer me. I don't want to lose that check in time because that no. is so important that. You have to be careful when agents are changing routings or things like that on those. One thing that's not possible, but I always would be fascinated is if there was a way that our airline could, you could go back for the last year and see all your flights and just like hit a button that shows like, if it was seniority, this is what you would have got. Just to be yeah. like, you wouldn't have made this one, you would have made it because they have made, or also maybe there was ones that show ones that I would have said, oh, I'm not even going to try that because I, I checked in later, I would have got on. So that would be interesting to kind of. If there was a way to do that, you know, to see which one actually would be more beneficial. Because I'm kind of at the, like almost 15 years where in some ways I'm like, oh, I'm still pretty low. And otherwise I'm like, I'm way high yeah, compared to a lot of people. So probably the best thing would be no one's going to get a job because it's one or the other, right? No one's yeah. going to come to an airline that's checking and be like, I'm going to do that because I can non-rev early. 
I know it's going to go, I'm going to go to this airline because it's seniority. So I know that down the line, I can. In 30 years, I'll get on every flight. Yeah, because, because <laughs> Laura, when you started out, uh-huh. your first airline, was that seniority or check-in? Time of check-in. And then it went oh, really? to seniority. And then it went to seniority. And then it went back to time of seniority. I mean, you've been to three different rays in your one career. So just because you know you, it's one, it doesn't mean it's going to stay. I mean, anytime our line can switch to the other one, yeah, they probably won't unless they merge again or something. But. Do you know if the seniority ones, do dependents fly at the same priority without their dependents, do you know, yes, without they, the employees? They do. Because my daughter was on a flight and this guy, uh, the first flight attendant came up to her and he said, I'm so sorry, but how could you have possibly started this job in this year? Because you look so young. She goes, that's not my seniority. That's my mom's. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he looked it up. Oh, he was yeah, he wanted to know how she got ahead of everybody else when she's, you know, 18. Okay. Yeah, they have different rules. Like with our, our last airline, I I think that if you're flying with you, there's every airline has their own little rules. Mm-hmm. So like in reality, kind of looking back at, back at it, looking at everything the debate that they're bringing up or something, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Right. I mean, like we said, you can't change if it's seniority or time of check-in. Yeah. You, what you have is what you're going to work with. Cause that's what's there. So you can say like, if you're going to, the only way you can change it is if you start your own airline then you can say, this is how we're doing it, but you're probably not paying for tickets either way. If you start an airline. True. But I think it is fun with time of check-in when like a group of us fly together because it is that little competition between us to see think, yeah. who checks in first. I definitely think that I've got, so this is what kind of we'll, we'll leave at is I can get better seats because of the time of checking because I know how to play the game where there's a lot of people that either, I mean, they know you check in 24 hours, but we know how to play the game, right? We know all the rules. We know that maybe if I go to this place first, it can help my time of check-in. And I can. I think I've got a lot of better seats knowing how to play the game. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think that's what I've got decent enough at it that it used to be that you could even check in at like seven seconds before and now that's shortened all right so, like, you, so there's like because i've tried enough times to try to find like that sweet spot to actually check in right on time yeah but then either like being the through passengers one for us that's a big deal yeah where those time at check-in or the seniority you maybe look great and you get to the next place and all of a sudden all these people jumped on that weren't there or, i mean there's the oh yeah i need to think about throughs and to, yeah their connections so because i and I, even with even back when we were with our seniority i feel like there was little rules that i learned because i would read our manual to learn not to break the rules but just so to use them to your fullest that i think would be beneficial for any non-revs anyone that's flying to any paying passenger too to learn the rules of what that huge book you're signing when you buy a ticket but the same for us like i know oh if i take this stop and this stop then my chances are going to be a lot better on that the one I actually want those good seats on. It was. It's an interesting discussion. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to their podcast and find out. But I'm sure it's the same as ours. Yeah, I know they. They said they they're going to get into like the benefits of staying with the airline with the airline for a long time, which is true. And I know that I I feel like maybe was you guys your opinion on there's people that won't retire on the airlines because they're going to go down lower and it's it's hard. There's not really a reason to retire. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you work with people? Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that should retire. Not necessarily for the travel, but there's just, I mean, my job really isn't super, super hard. And when the higher seniority you get, the easier it is to get better shifts and easier kind of like. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of, it becomes an even sweeter gig with the more seniority you have. So a lot of people don't, they don't retire. Like I made a joke a couple months ago. I was, someone said, uh, someone, a coworker quit. And I was like, wait a minute. 
you can quit. <laughs> As like, I thought you just worked until you died. Like it, people don't retire just because. Well, yeah. there's people that will get to that retirement age and then work like two shifts a month. Yeah. So they're retired, but I mean, they're still on the clock and they're still being trained and they work, but they're so high in seniority because in seniority does matter for us when you're working, but they can bid these like London once a month. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and yeah, usually just go, just go worky stuff and. Yeah. And then those people, they they stay in that pool, but they... If anything, they just keep good health benefits. I was yeah. going to say the ben- the health insurance is the best part. Yeah. yeah. Benefits and just enough to just to kind of cover them. It's a good discussion. I can't wait to get to that point. <laughs> so this is for Laura real quick. So I got a buddy bidder for this next bid. Oh, you did? Yeah. So I am going to have Sundays off besides like Christmas. Oh, good. Um, no, actually, I'm going to have Christmas off because I'm going to work Christmas Eve for her. And then I'm going to have Fridays off. So I just need to get my saturday morning off and i'll have friday saturday sunday off oh yay i know that's oh, like so a 35 excited. year person <laughs> yay <laughs> i'm pretty pumped oh i'm glad yeah so it'll be good well, congratulations thank yeah. you i didn't even go searching for either she just texted me and was like do you want this and i was like yeah <laughs> but yeah so i'm excited yay. very cool so i had a question i wanted to ask if our airline was to give us two guaranteed seat tickets anywhere the airline flies you have to decide right now where you're picking. Ooh, two round trip confirmed tickets. Confirm. And it has and it has to be where we fly. In Ireland, yeah. My first like gut was like Auckland. But are we flying there right now? Oh, we're starting this month, so we'll count it. Okay. Yeah. I would do either Auckland or Sydney. I'd go I'd go I'd go down under. That's a good. One. As far yeah. as you can. What about yeah. You? I think I I think I really would do Ireland. You go to Ireland? Mm-hmm. I would. Have you been before? Nope. Oh. Come with me and Tani. Oh good, okay. Yeah, come with us. He's been wanting you to invite her. Tully, do you want to come too? When are you going? I don't know. <laughs> we have <laughs> a listener there. We'll have to you know, look up and yeah. say hello to where you go. Yeah. If you get those tickets. If yeah. you get those tickets. <laughs> so I was thinking, that's what I was thinking, either to Australia or to, was it India? So then from there, I could go to like Maldives because that's like as far as you can go. Either So either way to that part of the world and then. You have to buy your own ticket from, but that's what I was kind of thinking. One of our, the gate agents in Phoenix just went to the Maldives. Oh, really? Yeah, like two weeks ago or something. Was it fabulous? I think so, yeah. So the next question would be, would you, if you got those tickets, but you could give them to someone else, would you give them to someone else or would you use them yourself? Guaranteed seats. Because last time you had guaranteed seats, you gave them away. I did. I gave them to mom and dad. So would you do that again or would you use them? Well, now I have a wife. I would probably use them. It seems nice to give them to them, but I think I'd use them. What about you? I keep them. Good for selfish. You. I would keep them and use them. You're going to give yours away? I might, just because I feel like I can honor them so easy. Who would you give them to then? Probably like our parents too. I'll suck up. <laughs> it depends on. So the, the other question I had was, if you places we all said, if it wasn't, there was no upgrade possible, you're oh. going to be in the back, would you still choose those same locations? That's a long flight to be in the back. Going to Sydney? Oh, geez Louise. <laughs> I, I did it. I did, we were in the back going to Sydney. Was it full? From LA, yeah. But you full. weigh like 45 pounds, so it's not that... <laughs> <laughs> Our whole family went. In one seat? No. <laughs> no. That's like my, my joke at the counter. <laughs> but we were in those the first row, so we had the extra leg room. Okay. See, when I did it as a 15-year-old, we were in the back, and I had this other kid next to me that was really annoying, and then the couple in front of me made out, I feel like, for the oh. full 15 hours. <laughs> Ooh, 15 hours in the back. If I could, if I could have my own row, I would go. You don't get to choose that. Oh, how often do we have empty rows going to Sydney right now? I think I have no idea. Probably not often. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I still choose that. Maybe El Paso. Because okay, <laughs> so when I when I did do Ireland with mom, 
the way I sold her on it is we yeah. had just done London, right? And we had the nice pods lay flat. I was like, mom, it looks great. We're going to get that. And then we ended up being in the back and it was awful. Like they put us in the bulkhead so we couldn't even lay down when they were. Oh. And then they gave like oh. buddy passes full rows behind us to lay down. I was really annoyed. Yeah, it just makes such a difference. And that was even only like a five hour flight. So I don't know for 10 more hours after that. But guaranteed, you know, you're going to make it. You can book things there. You can book a cruise there. That would be cool. So that's tough. Yeah, I guess maybe I'd still do it if it's confirmed. Yeah. Hmm. The other day you were pretty cranky. I was. I was having a bad day. Not very often. You want to talk about it? I had a bad day. So was then you had a bad experience. Was it going or coming from London? It was going. Yeah, then it was going to London. Well, here's a, is, when you're having a bad day. Is it worse when it's a long flight because it's the or, or is it better if it's just a a quicker because you get it done with? I think it was it was better to have a a long day just because there was opportunity to change. You know. Oh, I, felt, I like that. Yeah, I felt it was like once I got to the work, I was really happy to be there. Because one thing is I showed up for work and I was working the galley. So I was wearing pants. And so everybody goes, oh, you're wearing pants today. And I'm like, yeah. Did you guys even notice? I guess they noticed I wore a skirt most of the time. Wait, but this is my birthday? You had a bad day? It was your birthday. You didn't know. She was, was so jealous you were getting all attention. And your pie didn't <laughs> set, which the added was, to no, my day. No, it was day. delicious. She made me a pie. It was so good. And it didn't set. It was... <laughs> Yeah, and we had a plumber at the house, and it was $1,200 to reseat a toilet, which is nothing, which is easy. Anyway, that's a, so that's why I was having a bad day. But we get to the we get on the plane, and everything's going great, and I'm in the, the back. I'm, I had just had my nap, and I slept, and I was in the back galley eating. And you remember our friend Kara that was on the so show? So sweet. Yeah. yeah, she's so nice. She came back, and she, came, she comes walking through the galley. She's walking from one end to the other, like, purposefully. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, I've got gossip. And she love just it. keeps walking. I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? So she comes back a few minutes later. She goes, okay, listen. So while you were napping, the purser came back and said, have you seen Patty? Okay, well, Patty's a girl that's seen your to all of us and she hasn't been doing London so she's just started doing Legends he goes have you seen Patty and we're all like they, they were like no we haven't seen her so they start looking for her and we she's had, like lost on the plane yes we had like uh, almost 100 open seats I mean so they were starting to look for her because okay so you know that there's three people in the bunk so now you're down to six people so you really need people in each galley in case passengers come up and they want something okay can I ask a quick question yeah if it is that open is it uncommon for you guys to sit in the passenger seats if we sit in there it's the very last row okay, okay. Uh, and, and so you guys should be easy to find should be easy for, we should be we should be nowhere else but that last row okay because passengers come back they want a drink or something and you have to be available okay or to listen to call buttons so so they start looking for her and, and Kara goes up to like right past row 23 23 in the middle of the airplane and she looks over and there's someone laying there with a blanket over them oh, and no. laying in a passenger seat with a bunch of pillows and she recognizes a hair and she's like, I think that's Patty. So she goes and gets the purser and says, and the purser, by the way. So what was she doing? Sexy Ron is the purser. Oh. <laughs> Brittany's friend. Sexy Ron is the purser. He comes up. She's laying there asleep. She's asleep with the blanket up to her chin so you can't really see it's her face. That's bonkers. And her hair is sticking out. And that's the only reason why Kara recognized her because it was her hair. And so she's asleep. And so Ron takes his flashlight and he wakes her up with a flashlight. He goes, get up, get up. And she goes, my legs are tired. And he goes, get up. He goes, you cannot lay in a passenger seat. But I'm assuming there's probably passengers around at the same time. There are, there are in the other rows. I mean, she had the um, the last three 
So she had three seats together and there was no one there. So she was laying there. But still, it's he's having to kind of like yes. tell her to get up. I'm sure people are like, what's going on? Like a child. She's yeah. a 38-year employee. <laughs> or, yeah, when yeah. are you allowed to lay in a passenger seat, <laughs> take a nap with the blanket up? And so he had to, he had to be her dad. He goes, I really resented that. He goes, I resent the fact that I have to be somebody's father and say, yeah. get up. Get up. So that's our big hot gossip. <laughs> That's, that's pretty got, funny. As soon as I got to the hotel room, I know it was five in the morning. I called my husband. I go, "Wait, you hear the story?" <laughs> so that would be my joke from now on. Just be like, "But my legs are so tired. <laughs> legs are so tired." So when you're working, Leonard, you can be like, "Do you want to keep the back road? Because you want to take a nap." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or just block out twenty three for him always. <laughs> they always put someone in that last row, right in the middle, and I, it's got to be a basic economy person. It's it's the automated system now because they stopped like. Bl- automatically blocking those for us because they used to just be blocked for ums or things like that but they've just opened it up for anyone now so yeah just whatever the automated system assigns well it's funny because when they get back there we go hey are you are you don and he goes yeah you've been upgraded and we take them to a new seat we've all decided where they're going (laughs) and we take them to a new seat once the door's closed a better seat they're just out of a better seat for them and for us it's now row 37 (laughs) Instead of 38. <laughs> no, we move them up. We move them up. Oh. So do you know what an air start is? Yeah, I do know what an air start is. It's you know? a bummer is what it is. Yeah. So when I was at work the other day, on one of the gates, it was actually an express gate, and they were either doing an air start or they were just testing the engines, but they had just engines going in the gate, which they only do if it's testing it or start. Air start is when the engines, the APU can't start them up, so they have to blow the hot air and get the engines going. So when they do that, they have one of us rampers stand off to the side and towards the back of it. And we have a big like orange flag we wave so people know not to drive behind it. So this this CRJ was had the engines going and there was a worker standing right behind the engine, but like back in the alleyway, oh, just getting jet blasted as he was waving the flag. I tried to get a video of it because I was like, what is he doing? Was he an orange vest? No, I think he was actually a mechanic. Okay. <laughs> but he was just getting blasted. And I'm just like... Why are you there, buddy? Yeah, just go to the side. Like you, don't, you don't have to, you have to be behind it, but not right behind it. Usually they're off to the side and behind, so it's like more of a warning than. But I was like, oh my gosh. Well, so I feel like when I did the bags for Piedmont, like yeah. there would be times when they wouldn't turn the APU off because they just like it was a quick turn or something yeah. like that on it. So, but I would still have to pull up and hook the air up, which is like right. Behind the air right there or like the engine. So it would be so hot. Okay. Like in the summertime, it was awful. You would like, even with gloves on, you couldn't touch anything. Do you want to hear my little pet peeve about air starts? Yes. So normally this is just, I don't know, our company, but they have different timelines that everyone has to meet. Otherwise delays go on certain groups. Yeah. Normally we have to have like door shut at five minutes before departure time. Normally or with air start? No. Just normally. Just normally. But if there's an air start, it's seven minutes before. Okay. So we have to board quicker and get everyone on and do our job faster. And if we don't, delay goes on us. But it's not our fault that we have to be boarded quicker. It's because of mechanical issues on the plane. So I feel like any kind of delay in that time should just go to mechanics anyway. Because they don't have a working aircraft. To get going, yeah. But no, it's like, no customer service you make sure you do your job faster to make up for other people's yeah I that's i'm a, i'm in agreement with you but anyway but supposedly we're going to like no delay reports so that should, we'll see how that goes interesting that's yeah. what uh rayanne said they were doing an airline 
Remember, like, you're going to have to go. Yeah, so it'll Never be interesting heard. to see. Yeah, they shouldn't be doing delay reports, but that is one thing that, I don't know if you've noticed with, like, gate agents, when there's air starts, they get a little more uptight because yeah. we have to do our job faster because there's and the not fault of our own. Yeah, and the pilots come on, they have a special announcement to oh, explain they, to let you know why it's loud. Yeah, and the passengers say to me, well, what's, what, what does that mean? I go, let's just, like, jump start in your car. Yeah. Get the, the battery ca- cables out. The plane's broken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, must so, so I was working with a. It seemed like we got a lot of new hires on the ramp. You guys have new hires upstairs too, right? Yeah, a lot of them. And I was yeah, working with this with this vest. girl, and yeah, for us it's an orange vest new hire. I was on the team. I'm hardly ever on a team, but I was on a team this evening. And usually with us, I mean, different airlines, we have different ways they do it. But everyone kind of takes a turn. Like I don't like getting in the bin, but when I'm working, I do. It's just part of the job. So I got in the bin, the first one, empty the first one. We go to the back and. This other girl on my team was just looking at me like, "Were you going to get up there and do it too?" Because I had my knee pads on. And I'm looking at her like, "Were you going to do it?" Like, kind of like it's your turn. Yeah, and we kind of just like back and forth, like you, me, like. And eventually she goes, she goes, "Can I use your knee pads?" Gross. So I was like, "What?" Like, and I know that's not like a jockstrap or a mouthpiece, but still, like, it's on your knees. Like, it rubs my dead skin off my knees because of the way we're rubbing being in there. And I sweat like everyone else in Phoenix. And so they're just sweaty and dead skin on them. And, and she goes, I'll just go get my own. But I think she used, she's used that line enough with people. And they're like, I'll just get in and do it. Because they're like, how long is it going to take her to go get her own? Yeah. So, but I just sit and waited for her to go. And I, we both still had to get in because of the way the bin was set up. We both had to get in there. But just, and then the whole chef, she would grab the scanner. Like, I'll scan bags. <gasps> See, that's going to get old so fast. That's yeah, lazy. So I was like, I was yeah. so annoyed. And then Laura's like, I've got a story too, so. Yeah, because he told me that he was working with a lazy coworker. I can't believe, why does she not have her knee pads on? She would just, yeah, she just, I think she just does things to not have to do it. It's like, well, I don't like being in it either, but. Yeah. It's, it's a part job. of your job. Yeah. Why I don't like to do the ice cream service, I do it. We appreciate that though. Because <laughs> you don't give it out and then we get it. Row 23 is occupied. So. <laughs> So she had to. No, that's my rant. I feel like I'm getting into the that stage. I'm like, I'm the old cranky guy. Remember, I'm, I'm not out funny. Of the back room, and I actually have to do work. I, was, I, would, I wonder, do people were people looking at me the same way I'm looking at the new hires? I'm like, they're so lazy. I like to be lazy too, but I like to work like efficiently and evenly. But also, I think if you're working ramp, you're you know that's what you're getting in yeah. that shift. Like you know you're going to be in the bin. That's what the ramp is. I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, we had a bunch of new hires quit when they didn't get Saturday, Sunday. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Really? That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but they said, oh, we're not getting like weekends off. I I feel like there's a case of when we talk about our job, we often talk about the good things about it. You know, we get to fly. Like right now we have good days off. Like if you told someone, like Laura said, I go to London once a week, I'd be like, I want to be a flight attendant. Like they don't understand, like you're there because you've put your time in. Like, you almost have triple digits in seniority. Like, you put your time in, right? Yeah, you're right. And I, I did my, my overnights, my red red eyes and my Well, that's what Vegas. I think. Recently, I've thought about do it in flight as well. But I think I know I'm not going to be at that seniority. Like, and so just this stage of my life, I'm like, I can't do, I can't be relocated. I can't be doing the yeah, away from home yeah. all the time. That's what I was like. Even if I think I was based out of Phoenix, it may be kind of tough, but... Yeah, because I I really know the expectations of a new hire flight attendant. Like it's. I wonder if there's people that get hired though that they see the good things that we show, but we're not like, oh yeah, just so you know, like sometimes in the summer we get killed and it's 120, and you're just going from flight to flight. But there are times when it's it is low, but part of that's because I've been there long enough. I can bid those shifts that will get drop or i can well i could in phoenix at least at the gate to hold even one weekend 
one weekend day, either a Saturday or Sunday, you have to have over 20 years, okay. if not 25 plus oh, wow. to hold either a Saturday or a Sunday. Like not even a, f- a full weekend is like a 30 year. Phoenix is so senior. Yeah. So that's it. Shelly, my friend that was on, was on before. Yeah. yeah. I think she just hit her 17 years and she may only hold a Saturday. I don't even know if she's got a full, she may not even have Saturday or Sunday, that's 17 us, years. I was telling uh, Nicole and Kelsey, we were kind of talking about where we would sit. And I said, I'm 38 part-time that's and I'm, I would be 300 part full-time. Seriously? That's why I say for part-time because I can bid easy stuff. But if I went full-time, it would be yeah, yeah, midweek, days off, nights. So Okay. So that answered a question for me because I wondered why. You weren't full-time. But, but I had 80 hours my last paycheck. I mean, I still got my hours. I just pick up those extra ones to match up. and. Yeah, great. But I can I can hold better stuff off. I can hold better days off. I can hold better vacation weeks. See, well, that's good. Because I've been thinking about maybe going full-time as well. But I would hold, yeah, probably nights and not def- – I don't have weekends now. So I wouldn't have weekends. The only, one thing that's tough about part-time is part-time vacation hours. Is you all, You're only awarded like 20-hour – 20 hours yeah, there are some benefits oh, to full right. and then that would be the benefit of but that's what i was like for the most part yeah i can make up hours in the week if i want them well that's what we call certain first officers that have been here forever and they're still on the right hand side we call them lifestyle first officers because they want the days off they want you know the holidays off with their families so they bid they stay in the right hand side well that's what i think i saw united had a whole bunch of open captain positions that no one was taking no one's putting their name on it, and it's not like it's, they don't have the interview for it, but they like the the lifestyle. The lifestyle first officer, uh huh. They don't want to go fly. They don't want to go yeah. fly the seven thirty seven. They want to fly the triple seven or the Dreamliners. They want, the, and they get to go to you know Amsterdam and London and Tokyo, where they could be a captain, but they would kind of fly. I had a first officer the other day that he it was his first trip. Oh, and so he was the captain was a. Czech airman, airman, Czech airman, yeah, Czech airman, Czech airman, and so oh lordy, it took them forever <laughs> to get ready to go because she was going over everything. But was yeah. she the Czech airman, the yes, female? Okay. She was. Well, that's it. so. I was talking to the flight attendant, and I was like, she, she must get paid a lot more to do that. She and, does, yeah. But she said she didn't. Like, she, no, the Czech airmen get a better salary. And oh. a better schedule because most of the time they're in the office. Okay. All right. uh-huh. The way she, she the checker man had been telling the flight attendant, she made it seem like she didn't get that much more. That's not true. And okay. also another thing is they get to pick their flights that they that they want to. Oh, really? Yeah. So so meanwhile, some captain's staying at home with pay right now while she's on that flight with the. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. One thing I learned listening to Doug and Drew on theirs, because Doug did went to be a 777 pilot, is he does all the training on the Sims. The first time he flies a 777 ever has passengers on it. That's crazy. Yeah. He's qualified to fly it from the Sims alone. Remember that? But he actually flying a plane with passengers is his first time ever in that seat in an actual plane. Because is it just... Sims are so they're realistic. They're so realistic and it's probably too expensive to have them just flying planes that don't have people on them. Yeah. Or? They just consider the Sims so realistic that it counts. Like Even if he hasn't got enough landings because he had to land so many times... They'll just they can go fly a sim and land a sim and it counts. Interesting, it does count. And if they don't, like in Doug's position, there's two first officers. Yeah. And if he doesn't get to land an airplane within three months, he has to go back and do it on the sim. So they make oh, sure really? they'll, uh-huh. they'll, yeah. But that's kind of, is that crazy to be like you could be on a flight that they're doing one of those and the pilot up front has never flown that airplane before. Yeah. Well, I mean, I play mobile Madden, so it makes me feel like maybe I could play <laughs> in the NFL. Then that's true. <laughs> it's the same thing. 
What are you good? Oh yeah, I just won my league. Go, cool, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I was very excited. I was like, "Babe, I won!" She was like, "Oh, great job against those nine-year-olds." The beginning of the league. <laughs> oh, was that the realistic one? Like you're like yelling at kids and. What do you mean? Like I don't have a headset or anything. Oh, I, but is it live though? Like you're actually playing other. No, it's not oh. live. No. I it's mean, funny. You said you were playing some game where you would like make fun of little kids that we were playing against, so you can well, get points or something. I don't get points. No, just I have a league that I joined just randomly because I needed a league and some of the times when they talk to each other i'm like i feel like i'm playing with nine-year-olds are you ever cat fishing them no, no i don't talk to them <laughs> but they're always like we got this fellas and i'm like yeah we got this guys <laughs> <laughs> so creepy <laughs> probably, they found out i was a 36 year old woman <laughs> they probably <would> be like <laughs> what <laughs> i'm semi-pro though congratulations thank you let's read the email we got okay let's read it I like when people are nice from to Ryan. us. The guy from Plains and Plains? No, this is a different one. Oh. Ryan Krasinski. And he says, non-rev lounge. As someone not in the airline industry, and I can't tell the difference between a Boeing and an Airbus, but loves to travel, I've listened to every episode of your podcast. I found you guys through the Next, Next Trip podcast. I figured I'd share this picture with you. I spotted this ANA flying at Honolulu on September 23rd while waiting for at the gate to fly from Honolulu to Maui. Apparently, it comes in three color schemes, blue, green, and orange. I believe this is the only special livery plane I've seen. Thanks for a great podcast, signed Ryan K. And I and he did give me permission, so we will post that photo. I'll share it, yeah. yeah. Oh, very cool. It's a, um, and has these big 380s, and they're like painted like turtles. Oh, really? They're yeah. so cool. I've never seen one before he sent it to us. I've only seen uh, pictures of them like, on Instagram things. but 380s, the double-decker. Yeah, huh? that's the big ones. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I think they just fly to... Like Hawaii, like that's what they use the 384s to bring where Japan. They, where, they're based on Japan. Yeah, okay. Japanese people that, to Honolulu. So it's like from Tokyo to Honolulu. Yeah. So. And they're painted like turtles. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, Aww. I just showed you look at the picture we yeah. got. It, so, but yeah, thanks for reaching out to us and for listening. Yeah, that's awesome. That's impressive. Listen to every single episode. Yeah, say most of my coworkers can't tell the difference between Boeing or Airbus either. So, <laughs> so there you go. People that actually work in the industry. Yeah. All right. Well. Thanks for everyone for listening. Don't forget to please send us an email if you have any questions or anything. Podcast at gmail.com. But uh, yeah, thanks for reaching out and for, uh, for listening. We appreciate it. If you have uh, more questions, send them to us. Uh, we'd love to hear about your travels where you go. Yeah, we would. Uh, for anyone else, write, write us. Let us know uh, how we're doing, what you think about the show, how we can do better. If you'd like to see, hear something and hear a story or have a question about one of our destinations. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. This is a pause. Melissa just wrote me and said, just want to let you know in case Mo missed the game, go FC. Shut up. <laughs> That's the Austin team that she's talking oh. about because they put the penalty kicks and they even wrote in the ESPN like notes about it is they were like, they should be disappointed. Oh. Isn't that rough? That is rough.